Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Fitness Friday interview series on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and today's show is brought to you by Palm Wonderful 100% Pomegranate Juice. It's health in a bottle. We have an excellent New Year program for all of us, especially those making fitness resolutions and, well, just having some plain old fun. Thank you so much for listening. As I say, we have a great show today who I've been looking forward to talking with for a while. I'll introduce her in just a moment, but quickly, if you missed any episodes, last week was our 682nd episode when I spoke to Sam Lame to help us understand the challenges of building an online business using the website development tools from WordPress. Two weeks ago, I spoke with Robert Ellsberg about his longtime friend, PBS star and humanitarian, Sister Wendy Beckett. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. If you missed those shows, along with any others, you can go back and check them out with my entire back catalog of shows, all free for you there on our website, notold-better.com. And if you leave a review, we'll read it at the end of each show. So please leave your reviews on Apple Podcasts for us. You know, we've talked about pickleball on the show for some time. I've started to play, and I've grown more and more interested, along with the world. Pickleball is the fastest-growing U.S. sport. It's played by all ages, but more and more of us in the Not Old Better Show audience certainly are playing. The game, with the funny name, was created in the 1960s and is, as I mentioned, today the fastest-growing sport in America. We have a two-part show for you today that will take you through the hows of the game. In today's episode, we talk with pro player, certified teaching pro, and author of the new book, Pickleball for Dummies, Mo Nard. Mo Nard will tell us that pickleball is easy to understand, it's fun, it's appropriate for newbies as well as advanced players. We cover it all from scoring, serving, dinking, places to play, and getting more involved in the community. Please join me in welcoming to the Not Old Better Show Fitness Friday program on radio and podcast, our New Year's edition, Monard. Monard, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. It's good to talk to you. Happy holidays. Uh, happy New Year. My best to you and yours. I hope I hope your holiday season's been a good one. It has, and thank you so much. Right back at you and yours. Well, thank you so much. I I know you a bit. I know your family, particularly your dad, Bob Nard, who was just such a well-known athlete. He He signed with the New York Yankees baseball team. He was this lifelong teacher and coach teaching tennis along the way, which is where I first met him in, in Modesto, California. Now, as a pickleball pro yourself, an expert, a teacher, uh, co-author of this great new book, Pickleball for Dummies. And of course, I know I know you played a lot of racket sports, tennis and racquetball, probably other paddle-related sports. And uh, and I and I'm sure just knowing your family history, everybody would be would be thrilled with this with this new sport of pickleball that we're all just enjoying. Yes, and some of them have tried it and gotten involved in it. Um, I played tennis from age four, and then you know I'm from a big tennis family. And uh, in high school, I, sw- I switched to racquetball, and I wound up winning two national championships in racquetball in women's 19 and 100 doubles. Um, so I feel like I was, thank you. I feel like I was kind of born with a racket in my hand, 
And uh, so when I, when I got to pickleball, I was like, oh, this seems very familiar, very comfortable for me. Yeah. I think it's it's one of those sports that it probably is pretty comfortable for beginners, you know, to get really good. Of course, it takes a lot of work and practice. And your new book, Pickleball for Dummies, which is getting great reviews, um, it's wonderful. It's funny. We'll talk about that. But it has these great sections that are probably very oriented to to beginners, including strengthening your mental game and some tips and resources. So maybe tell our audience a little bit about how to strengthen your mental game, because I think that might be a part. We might pick up the sport, and certainly as a beginner, it might be pretty easy to at least get the the, the ball back over the net. But you got to be sharp mentally, too. So um, That's true. I thought that chapter was great about the mental game, especially this time of year, this, this New Year time of year. Yeah, there's a couple of tips from that chapter that uh, I think would be good to share. Um, one of them is positive self-talk. Um, when I first started playing, I would shout out sometimes when I missed a, a ball or whatever, I would, I would do, I would say, Oh, idiot. And a friend of mine called me on it and she, she said, you know, don't talk to any, to yourself in a way that you wouldn't talk to a friend. You know, would you call your friend an idiot? I said, well, absolutely not. And she said, well, then you can't say those kind of things to yourself. And that actually really helped me. Um, as soon as I started with some positive self-talk and letting the bad stuff go, if I missed a shot, eh, you know what, not perfect. That's okay. I can move on. Um, but if I you know, sat there and berated myself, I was in trouble. If I started to encourage myself and say, you know what, I'll do better next time, you know, have a moment of regret and then just move forward and encourage myself, I did much better. Um, Another thing is, you know, you want to always be doing something when you're on the court. If you're not the player who's hitting the ball, you should be the player who's getting in better position. You know, you should never just be a spectator when you're on the court. You can spectate when you're off the court. But when you're on the court, you've got to stay engaged and involved. So always be getting in better position or hitting your shot. Mm-hmm. That's great. I, one of the other resources that I found so helpful in the book was the section – about magazines, newsletters, blogs, even some podcasts about about pickleball. It's that it's a great title for that section. Getting to the net, very clever. The, the rest of the book is very humorous, and, and there's lots of fun in there. So, tell us a little bit about some of the the newsletters that might be oriented to uh, the beginners in our audience. What what should they consider? Well, there is a plethora of information on the internet about pickleball. Um, there's some there's some great stuff. There's uh, there's the dink. There's um, there's like a pickleball forum on Facebook that's good to follow. Although sometimes you know forums on Facebook get a little nasty. But if you take the good stuff away from the bad, you're in good shape. Uh, there's a million uh, YouTube videos, but I would caution you to pick the good ones, um, and let alone the the ones that are a little sketchy. Um, some of the great ones to follow are Sarah Ansbury, uh, Jordan Brionis. Uh, these are great players to follow um, and will give you valuable information. And there's a lot of bad stuff out there. As with anything on the internet, you gotta, you got to find the good stuff. We will be right back with author of Pickleball for Dummies, Monard. Please stay tuned. Hey, it's Paul. We'll be right back with our guest, but I want to take a moment and mention 
our generous sponsor, Palm Wonderful. You know, all of us in the Not Old Better Show audience know full well that the first step in taking care of your body and mind begins with eating and drinking right every day. And what better way to get your daily fill of antioxidant goodness than with delicious Palm Wonderful 100% pomegranate juice. With 700 milligrams of polyphenol antioxidants in every serving, this 100% juice from whole-pressed pomegranates helps protect your body against harmful free radicals. Palm contains no added sugars, preservatives, or fillers. It truly is health in a bottle. Drink it daily, feel it forever. We have been drinking Palm Wonderful 100% pomegranate juice in our house for a while, and for Thanksgiving, my wife made the palm salsa recipe instead of traditional cranberry jelly. Wow. We used palm juice and palm fresh fruit, and it was amazing, just delicious. It's now our go-to palm salsa. To find delicious recipes and learn more about the antioxidant goodness of palm, visit palmwonderful.com. Thanks, everybody. We are back with Mo Nard. Mo Nard is co-author of this wonderful new book called Pickleball for Dummies. Mo is a former racquetball pro and is currently turned her passion towards pickleball. We're talking in the new year with Mo. And uh, Mo, thanks again for joining us. I uh, I, I got to talk to you about the glossary because yeah. it, it is it's hilarious. It's a great resource, just like the rest of the book. But maybe tell us a little bit about where the glossary comes from because there's this great <laughs> line in there about addiction to pickleball. The footwear change I thought was fun. But I think one of the other neat things that you really talk about, you, you emphasize this, that we should bring back recess in our lives. So maybe tell us a little bit about the humor because you, you, you worked for a time as a, as a stand-up uh, comedian. Maybe, maybe you're still doing some of that. I hope, I hope I got some of that research <laughs> correct. But, but why should pickleball be fun first? And maybe tell us a little bit about the glossary. Yeah, I did used to do a little stand-up and improv. Uh, I, I've since retired from that. But, um, yeah, I, I wrote the glossary along as we wrote the book. And I always try to, in, you know, put a little humor into everything because if you're not having fun, why not, you know, why not get in there? And I really mm-hmm. believe in keeping mm-hmm. recess alive. You know, we have recess all through our younger mm-hmm. days. And then we give it up. We get, you know, into the working mode and we stop having recess and we stop playing at things. And that, I think, is just really unfortunate. So when I got to the glossary, I was like, these things can be so dull, you know, just learning definitions. I mean, nobody reads the dictionary, right? So I put in some <laughs> kind of fun things about like, uh, let's see, altitude sickness. That's an, an affliction that affects players who are always on the top of the metal stand. <laughs> uh, the divorce, the divorce court, the divorce court is when married or committed couples play doubles together. Um, Let's see, the sandals of shame. That's when you lose at a tournament and you change your shoes. <laughs> if it's early on in the tournament, you'll see people wearing the sandals of shame. <laughs> and we also call them the flip-flops of failure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all kinds of fun stuff. We have, uh, let's see, volleyball, which I just list as a completely different sport. Uh, let's see here. Uh, the best people are people who play pickleball and read glossaries all the way to the letter Z. (laughs) 
Well, good. Well, thanks. For, it's all very high highbrow. It is. It's very highbrow, uh, and and I think that yeah, that's definitely one of the elements that a lot of people say pickleball is very approachable. It it is fairly easy to pick up initially, and you really support. You really come from this perspective of just kind of jump in. You know, go out there and play. You don't even necessarily have to schedule a game. Just show up at a court. It's really kind of a fun thing to do. So just get out there and. Uh, kind of take that first first step by showing up. Yeah, um, and I wanted to talk for a second, if I may, about why pickleball is so social. Um, there's, a, there's a little section in the book that we talk, talks about how you jump into pickleball. And the reason it's so social, I'm just going to kind of read a paragraph here. Pickleball tends to be more social than most sports for a variety of reasons. The court is smaller than a tennis court, so talking with other players is easier. Players often show up individually rather than a prearranged foursome. A large portion of the pickleball population picked up the game in their 40s, 50s, and 60s. They show up to get exercise and often meet new people. If you get nothing else from pickleball, we hope you make many wonderful friends. Uh, We certainly did. That's fantastic. That's really nice. Thank you. Thanks for reading, too, about that. I also read about you in this uh, other uh, you 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 have this other side of your life, uh, part of your pickleball business that you call positive dinking. What's that about? So positive dinking is a business that we started. It's just me and my best uh, best friend who we started teaching all of our friends to play pickleball because we wanted more people to play with. And then somebody said, you know, you really should charge us for this. And a business was born. Um, and we wanted to teach in a really safe and in supportive environment. You know, we've both taken lessons or clinics where we either went home and cried or wanted to give up the game. And we said, you know what, we're never going to be like that. We're not going to be those instructors who are super negative and um, really intense. We feel like people learn much more when their mind is open and they feel safe to learn. And so we named our business, business Positive Dinking. Dinking is a shot in pickleball. And we just wanted to teach really positively. Mm-hmm. So we interject a lot of humor in the way we teach, and we let people know right up front you're in a safe space. So if you hit the ball over the fence and you know knock out a small child on the play structure in the park, that's okay. Uh, you know, <laughs> I mean, kids bounce back; they're so resilient. Uh, so you know, we just they'll, they'll, uh, yeah, they'll, they'll be fine. It's a it's a wiffle ball; they'll be a good. Um, so we just have a lot of fun, and we really like teaching in that supportive manner and our business has taken off we are always sold out and we just have a ton of fun doing it what are the other things that i I just wanted to follow up with you on is this idea of socialization because i I think for my audience it's it's so important many are isolated they're alone especially after covid pickleball offers so much socialize socialization it it also offers some great exercise what do you think is more important the socialization part or the the exercise part i don't think that they um i don't think one is more than the other i think um Mm -hmm. we're people who want to be with other people whether we realize it or not that's a basic human need and you know we want to be with other people we want to have fun we want to smile and engage with other people it certainly stimulates the mind but I think it stimulates the soul as well. And then, of course, keeping moving throughout your life. You know, you, they say you move or use it or lose it. And, you know, I think it's certainly true. 
as long as you can keep those, those muscles and joints moving, the better off you are, you know, and, and picking up this game later in life is not uncommon at all because the court is so small. Um, you know, it's like you could put four pickleball courts pretty tight on one tennis court. Um, a lot of times you'll see two or three pickleball courts on one tennis court. So it's, the court is smaller. Um, it's almost uh, entirely doubles. So a few people play singles, but it's mostly doubles. So you don't have to cover a ton of courts. The serve is underhand. So if your shoulder like mine doesn't come over at the top anymore, like throwing a ball, you don't have to worry about that. Um, and, you know, it's it's really an engaging sport. People, we always talk about how addictive it is. People will try it and they keep coming back over and over and over. And it's very um, good at, at cementing quick friendships, which, you know, I think we all need. Nobody has too many friends. So I think it's it's just a, a brilliant way to connect people. And I really enjoy it. And I've met some of the best people in my life by playing pickleball. You, I read, too, that you're also a sponsored player for Head uh, Pickleball. Tell us about that. What what does that mean to be a sponsored player? And and, and I suppose that that then really uh, correlates perhaps to a ranking in pickleball. Is that kind of one and the same? Uh, they're not one and the same. You can be a sponsored player and be a lower rated player. Um, I'm the regional marketing coordinator for Head Penn Pickleball for Northern California. So I choose the sponsored players and I kind of help manage them as far as getting their gear and sending out a demo box so that they can do demo days for people to try out titles. Um, but being a sponsored player, um, when you're selected as a sponsored player, it is usually mean, it means that you're an uh, influential player, someone who conducts themselves well, has some influence in their community. Sometimes they're club presidents. Sometimes they are just really fantastic players who represent themselves and the brand well. Um, so I'm always looking for those players. But it basically, it means that you get some free gear, free paddles, sometimes free shoes, depending on your level, um, and free shirts, all that kind of stuff. And what's expected of you is that you comport yourself well, have good sportsmanship, and really get out there and try to represent the brand and help people find that brand of paddle and uh, just spread the word about it. During this New Year period, where we're all kind of making resolutions, you know, one of always one of my resolutions is just as you put it, is just just to stay active. You know, not to to lose it, to to use it. What are some of the activities that are going on around New Year's uh, for pickleball? Are there tournaments that maybe some of our audience could go watch? Are there places that uh, you know uh, aggregate? information about these tournaments so that we can find out what's going on regionally? Where, where can we learn more about some of the stuff that's going on around this New Year's time? So there's a website that has almost every tournament in the country called pickleballtournaments.com. And you can go there and you can find the tournaments in your region uh, pretty easily. And then, you know, there's now there's pickleball on TV pretty regularly. NBC just had a big um, uh, uh, tournament on, and uh, we see it on ESPN, we see it on uh, YouTube, there's even a pickleball channel, um, and so you, it's very easy to watch pickleball, and it's pretty addictive, even if you can't play, to watch pickleball. 
gets very, very exciting, especially at the pro level. Um, but it's pretty easy to, to find pickleball if you look for it. I know it's pretty early out your way. You're on the West Coast. I'm, I'm talking to you from the East Coast. Have you played yet today? I have not. It is very rainy and it's going to rain for probably a week and a half. Mm. But we desperately mm. need the water. So I'm not complaining. And actually, currently, I'm not <laughs> currently I'm not able to play anyway. I have a, a back issue going on, but I'm still teaching. Uh, I'm sorry. Still representing, still representing the head, and uh, you know, watching pickleball on TV and you know, having the envious moments. But uh, you know, there's ways to be involved even if even if I can't currently play. Uh-huh. So I, I feel like I still play just mentally. <laughs> yes, right, right. You can root root us all on. We have covered courts here for the most part there are a few that are outdoor courts maybe converted tennis courts but by and large we have a number of covered pickleball courts Mm -hmm. so it's easier to play when it's uh, rainy or cold and it's been really cold here lately well listen monard i want to wrap up i really appreciate your generous time thanks again for reading from the book too but i read in part six of the book uh some of the 10 pet peeves maybe tell us what your number one pet peeve or maybe two give us a couple of your pet peeves about pickleball uh let's see here uh people taking it way too seriously is one of my problems (laughs) it's like you know what if you're not out here for fun (laughs) please don't play with me (laughs) you know (laughs) I, i think pickleball should just be about fun and joy and you can be as competitive as you want but still have fun and don't ruin it for everybody else by uh, being what we call uh, a mean mat, um, which is just a, a name that we gave to him. <laughs> um, but, you know, everybody's out there to have some fun and don't ruin it for everybody. Um, you know, show up, show up on time, ready to play and be ready to have some fun and uh, just be a good sport. You know, stop, stop apologizing for everything. We all make mistakes. You know, there's a lot of people who say I'm sorry after every missed shot like you don't have to apologize to me we're partners I make mistakes too don't sweat it you know and I think those are things that you can take to your life too you don't have to apologize for every misstep you make well Bonard thanks again for your time thanks for this great book congratulations on on all of this the the book is fantastic we're going to put links up so that our audience can find out more information about Monard about her new book that she's co-written Pickleball for Dummies it's a great place to start and um, Monard we hope you'll you'll come back and and talk to us again about Pickleball because I know it's something that you're that you're happy about and um, I think that is important in these in these times we we need to find something that we can find some joy in but Happy New Year to you and yours, Monard. Thanks for your time. Great to connect again with you. Thank you, Paul. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for having me. My thanks to Palm Wonderful 100% Pomegranate Juice, Health in a Bottle, for sponsoring today's show. My thanks always to the Smithsonian team for all they do to support the show. My thanks to Monard for her time today. Next week, We'll follow up with Pickleball Ambassador Nikki Weigel, a great interview about the new sport and its national, local, international directions. Again, Monard's new book, Pickleball for Dummies, is available now. My thanks to you, my wonderful, not old, better show, Fitness Friday audience on radio and podcast. Please be well and be safe. 
which I'm mentioning in every show because I want to bring attention to the issue of assault rifles. All year I've been doing this, especially on this New Year's show. Assault rifles, I'll mention again, are not safe. They're not safe in anyone's hands but the military and law enforcement. Assault rifles are killing our children and grandchildren in the very places they learn. Schools, please, let's work together to eliminate assault rifles and let's do better. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show, Fitness Friday edition on radio and podcast. Thanks, everybody. See you next time for our interview with Pickleball Ambassador Nikki Weigel.